Welcome to Obsessed. Woo! That right there is Ariana. And that's Jeff. And you guys, Ari and I are both fully vaxxed, so we thought it was only appropriate to talk about our obsession with eradicating life-threatening diseases and viruses. Yes! (laughs) We are hot, we're vaxxed, we're waxed, we're ready for the summer, baby. Wait, Eric, did you really wax after getting vaxxed? No, absolutely not. Where am I going? (laughs) Who am I seeing? I know, because I don't know about you, but I'm like hairier than ever right now. Um... Same. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have a hairy contest later. (laughs) I love the whole like hot girl summer trend and that I think I'm actually going to participate in it after being a hermit for a year and a half. Oh girl, hot girl hot girl summer, you're already there. You're there. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. I'm halfway there. I got the girl part down. Um, Stop it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yes, we are vaccinated and loving life and just really wanted to, you know, share some fun, interesting knowledge about what has happened in this country and how amazing vaccines are. Yeah, right. And and yeah, again, this is kind of like a celebratory episode and also we, we want to just, like, share our experiences with you, and if you are on the fence about getting vaccinated, we, um, Ari and I are not medical experts, nor are we qualified to offer any medical advice or, or information other than what we find on the internet, <laughs> um, but we fully support getting vaccinated, um, and we obviously cannot tell you what to do, but just please do your research, trust the experts, and don't believe everything you read on the internet, unless it's coming from Obsessed Podcast. Exactly, because <laughs> we, we pull it from the internet, and then we vet it, and we compare it with other sources. So what we're telling you is like... 95% accurate, I'd say. Yeah, like like Fauci would agree, like CDC, like 100% would we, agree. Mm-hmm. Fauci's <laughs> actually, he's here and he's like fact checking in the back. Yeah, he wrote our script for us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we had to um, edit some things to give it that obsessed voice, but yeah, he wrote all of this. <laughs> So yeah, I do just want to reiterate what Jeff said. Like we're not we're not experts. We're telling you what we experienced, how we're feeling now, and also just trusting that you're you're out there gathering your own information and making the smartest decision for you and those around you. Yes. And so Ari, I I, I you got vaccinated like maybe a week before I did, like the first shot. Um so do you wanna like share with everyone kind of what your experience was like? Yeah, so I got Pfizer, and Ooh. I think I think we okay. all know now that the hottest people get Pfizer. Oh, oh, but but actually, oh, but, but actually, Pfizer is like the iPhone of vaccinations, whereas like Moderna's the Android. Like you're sending green texts, one hundred percent. And Johnson and Johnson is what like. Like uh, Nokia, some some, <laughs> I don't some kind of Android, like a less, you, but a less I don't used know. Android. Like, honestly, Johnson Johnson, you're like you're one and done. But I, I know. 
Okay, but also when I Maybe was... Maybe that's actually more elite. Maybe the Johnson & Johnson is like a Google Pixel. Like, I was about to say, yeah, the one with a really good camera. Like, doesn't your yeah. sister have that? <laughs> yeah, she does. I fucking love oh. that phone. I'm not even gonna okay. lie. So, okay, so that's Johnson & Johnson. We decided. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously are joking. If you listen to us, this is a joke, but um, there's no difference between the vaccines. I mean, they're exactly. like very, very, very small differences in terms of of um you know what you feel after getting vaccinated and i think percentages um are off by like one percent right right in protecting you against covid they're also very fucking high and if you have access to any of them get whichever one uh you have access to right when when i like signed up to get mine i didn't even look to see which one i was getting like I, i didn't have a choice it just kind of like whatever center was available i just like you know, applied for that one, uh, uh, time slot and whatever I got, I got. Same, um, same. I had, was, I, I just picked whatever was available, like you said, and it just happened to be Pfizer. And I was like, great. Doesn't matter to me. They all exactly. sound great. <laughs> but I'm glad it's a hot vaccine. Right. Uh, okay. But I'm glad I'm now like lumped into that. It was meant to be. Um, <laughs> and yeah, even Fauci said like, but it, he was just saying that if you, there are like different locations that are giving out different vaccines, like don't, wait for one longer because it has the one that you supposedly want. He was like, they're all the same. Go get them. Right. So anyway, yeah, I got the vaccine. I'd say like relatively early thanks to my um, pretty severe asthma. The only time <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Um, and, and yeah, I went to Harlem hospital and it, yeah, it was a fabulous experience. Um, I just, every time, I mean, it only happened twice, um, but <laughs> I was just so, it was almost surreal. And we've talked about this on the podcast, Jeff, of just, I mean, anyone listening has kind of, you know, known our experience with the last year and a half, pretty similar to everyone in the world. But um, yeah, it just, you know, I've been living like a hermit and just really nervous, really anxious really guilty for like anything I did ever, which was nothing. Um, And so to me, getting the vaccine represented freedom in a sense, and also um, just not having to live with that extra layer of guilt for those around me. Or or anxiety, yeah. Exactly, exactly. um, For possibly affecting and impacting those around me who are at risk or older. So it just was this like surreal moment where all this weight was lifted off of me. And each time I remember driving home to like the best playlist ever. And I was like literally on a high. Um, I was like, I don't know what the fuck these vaccines have in them, but <laughs> I'm on something. And I think it's just happiness. <laughs> oh, I, I, fe- I felt the same way. Like it was probably like the easiest doctor's visit I've ever had in my life. I was in and out of the 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 vaccination center in maybe like 23 minutes or something. <gasps> like maybe even less than that. Wow. And and also the needle was so small, didn't feel it. And I, I, I thought that I thought that there was like I thought she was playing a joke on me at first because oh, I literally had my head turned and by the moment I moved to look it was already out of my arm and I was like you didn't give me a shot and she's like yeah. yes I did 
I, I literally, like, when I got home, I lifted the Band-Aid up, and I was like, there's no way that they gave it to me. But then I had the little mm-hmm. little dot there, and I was like, okay, I believe them. <laughs> I didn't see the dot for, like, two days, and I was like, I was like, so I didn't get injected. I have no vaccine in my body. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad it was so seamless for you, Jeff. That's yeah. amazing. I, I was like, yeah, I was very, very impressed. It was just, It was very efficient, and... I felt like I was in really good hands. Um, and also, after my second vaccine, I actually did feel some side effects from it. And But they, they really weren't terrible. In the moment, I was like, oh my god, I, I'm like, I feel really sick because I was working at the same time, too. Um, but in actuality, all I, I was just exhausted. Like, literally exhausted. And I just had, I had, I felt a little, like, feverish. But I didn't have a fever, and honestly, napping was just, like, the best way to get through it, and it lasted only a couple hours, and then I was I was good as new. Yes, I love that. I had a very, very um, similar experience where I, like, wasn't even really sure if I had a fever after the second dose, but I felt just, like, generally not great, with, but it was mainly a headache and exhaustion, so right. I just took something and then I slept for a very long time. And for those of you who are listening who have not um, gotten their second vaccine yet uh, or who are still on the fence, just know that you should probably take off the next day from work if it is a weekday because you will be down for the count. And of course, like how bad you're feeling will range. But regardless, what I've heard from every single person is that level of exhaustion. So just go into it knowing that I did that. Um, and so I took the, the next day off of work, but Jeff, you couldn't, right? Well, I, I let my team also, I like just started a new job too. Right. So I, like if I was, if I was there for a while, I'd be like, all right, I'm taking off. But you know, I, I made it the point to be there. Um, but my team knew like that I was getting the vaccine the day before. So they were like, okay, like if you need to take off, do it. Like we, we understand. So, you know, if, if, if you are worried about missing work, I'm sure if you talk to your your manager, like, they'll be more than happy to just, like, let you, you know, take a half day or, or just see how you're feeling. Because, again, this is a very serious thing. And, and as an employer, like, one would hope that they would want you to get vaccinated and not have to worry about missing work or whatever. So, um, yeah. Also, yeah. having COVID is way worse than any of the side effects that we, we experienced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't say, Jeff, I don't know if you can either, because we were lucky enough to not really get it. And if we did ever have COVID, we didn't know. Um, so yeah, I can't entirely say, but I'm pretty sure um, uh, that whatever we felt doesn't even compare to right. that. And yeah, I, at my job, at least too, like everyone, there's at least one person a day on Slack that's like, hey, not feeling well today, just got my second shot. And we're all like, oh my God, feel better. Like talk to you tomorrow, take take time off. So I kind of like, it's, you know, of, of course it's unfortunate I and mean, it's fucked up that all of this had to happen, but it is um, like nice that we're just now in this world where it's like understood that you go get this vaccine, you feel shitty, you're, you're not working, (laughs) you're taking time to yourself because that's what's most important here and being safe and all of that stuff. Like you do what you got to do. So I hope that most companies uh, respect that and do the same. Right. Also, I don't know about you, Ari, but like when someone gets their second shot, because usually 
from what I've experienced, from what I've heard, the second shot is when you feel like the side effects. And I've always like shared my experiences with people. And then when they get their second shot, some people like haven't experienced anything. And I'm like, you're so annoying. Why haven't you, why don't you feel anything? Right? Like what's going on in your body that you don't feel anything? Yeah. Like you're not even like, you're not experiencing, you know, like this, this as, as, as much as I am. I don't know if that makes sense, but. (laughs) No, it is. it, It really, I mean, look, this is like what people talk about nowadays, right? It's like how severe were your, uh, vaccine uh, symptoms. Oh, yeah. cool. I actually, like, it could be an hour-long conversation. <laughs> right. And, like, how are you supposed to contribute to the conversation if you didn't feel anything after that second shot? I like, know. <laughs> I conversation know. killer. That's what you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just lie. I'm kidding. Don't ever lie. I know. No. Not at all. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, we are definitely lucky. And, of course so privileged to have the opportunity to get vaccinated, like without a doubt. I mean, I think about that often. I know you do too, Jeff, just like how fucking lucky we are as a society to have it readily available when there are literally people around the world that are fighting so hard to try and get this vaccine and watching loved ones, you know, get so ill die around it, them and of course that happened here oh my god and our condolences out to anyone that knows someone it, we've already said this you it's we get it we get it of course right. it's it's you know it's it's a good reminder though that like yes we are kind of over that like hump and we're and things are starting to feel a lot more normal at least in in the area that we live in but we do have to remember that this pandemic is not over it is far from over, especially looking overseas at um, other other areas of the world that like are like you said like it, it is total devastation over there. And mm-hmm. you know if if you can do your part, whether it's like donating towards a, a reputable I don't know organization that could help support you know the people in need, do it you know do whatever you can. But just just know that like this isn't over and. And we really should just just keep that in mind, and that we just still have we still have to be safe. We still have to be just aware of of everything that's happening. Right, and and I was just thinking, Jeff, like going back to privilege, like also think about how privileged you would be to deny the opportunity to get a vaccine. What? A vaccine that is literally free and you could just walk into CVS and get it in 10 minutes. You mean that one? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right? Like that one that, again, like other people would do anything for. And it's like, "Mm, don't want it. Uh, Yeah, I was actually I was reading that like people are paying to get like um, fraudulent like vaccine cards. They're paying for these cards when you could literally get it for free and... (laughs) get immunity towards COVID at the same time, you know? Right. It's like, <laughs> right. And so, and, and that's, that's part of, that's part of what I was thinking about today too. And, and obviously preparing for this episode, but isn't it wild that we have to incentivize people to get the vaccine? Yeah. I was actually just reading about how like a lot of baseball stadiums, they're, they're letting people in that aren't vaccinated, but those people have to sit in like a specific section. I'm guessing it's kind of like a, a less desirable section, like the nosebleeds or something. Um, so you can still attend, but if they want to get better seats, then they need to get vaccinated. So it, it is, it's interesting that we do have to incentivize 
adult, kind of like a child. Like, if you do your homework, you can go out and play, you know? <laughs> if you can get right. vaccinated, you could enjoy a ball game. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, I don't know. Just food for thought. Um, yes. <laughs> but but now what we want to do is uh, dive into some really interesting history of vaccines in in particularly this country and how those vaccines have eradicated viruses and diseases and just like deadly uh fucking diseases i meant diseases <laughs> no viruses diseases the, um, there's more i'm like, sure yes but anyway how vir how not viruses oh my god how vaccines <laughs> do their job when you know tested vetted and actually given to the entire population you can successfully eradicate a virus or disease yeah, and we're going to talk about um, two specifically, and that's Paul, Paul, small, <laughs> we can't, why can't we speak? Why can't we speak? Paul Smocks, no, we're, <laughs> smallpox and polio, and those are two diseases, right, diseases, <laughs> viruses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. yeah, two things that you don't want in your body <laughs> that have been completely, well, for the most part, eradicated. So small. Let, let's start with small parks. Oh, oh, oh my god, <laughs> Jeff, I, I'm done. This is so funny. I like literally cannot speak all of a sudden. Um, okay, so with smallpox, I I actually like had to Google like what smallpox looks like, and it was very disturbing. Um, but pretty much like you develop like a fever and a rash that 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 has like red bumps that are filled with like a milky fluid, um, and then. There's a thirty percent chance that you will die with smallpox. At least, and th- and this was like when it first started hitting the population, like pre-modern medicine, because like now it's completely eradicated. But I was reading about the history of how we even got to the level of like vaccination and like war- you know uh, on a global scale, and there was um, a technique called variolation. Um, have you ever heard of variolation? I don't think so it sounds vaguely familiar but i could not tell you what that was okay so it is it's very disgusting so listener discretion is advised okay so variolation was the method of inoculation for the first immunization against individuals with smallpox and let me explain because that sentence was very wordy but before vaccinations there was variolation and that was a procedure where you would actually insert or rub a powdered smallpox scab or fluid from the, um, I call them pusticles, but the actual word is pustules. So you literally take like fluid from like like the pussy fluid from a, a smallpox scab and you rub that into a superficial scratch on someone else's skin. And that was essentially like giving that person a, a, a mild form of the smallpox uh, disease. Yes. yes, this was. Did you watch The Great? No, I that haven't. Amazing show. Oh my God. Everyone, they do this in that? They do this in that. <gasps> ew, ew. It is like, it's. it makes me sick to my stomachs. Like, I'm. Stomachs. I have two stomachs, apparently. <laughs> they would lock people, like, away with and, smallpox. Right. And then. That and then and then what? Oh, I don't know. I just know that they would lock people <laughs> away because they were so contagious. But they would right. do vari. What was it? Variolation. Variolation. Yeah. Yeah, they would do variolation too, and then it would just be like a 
waiting game. Like, okay, am I getting it? What's happening? Yeah. So the people that received the, like, the pusticle, um, <laughs> which was the, 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 the small blister, like, pus or whatever, disgusting, um, they, their skin would then develop some kind of, like, rash similar to smallpox, and then eventually that rash would subside, and that would kind of imply that they have had a successful recovery and immunity towards smallpox. Um, so obviously this was like before like an actual injectable vaccine right. was created. And the first known case of variolation was in 1000 AD in China. And then that de- then spread to India and the Middle East before it was introduced to England and North America in the 1720s. And then the, the smallpox smallpox vaccine was actually invented in 1796 and then it was officially eradicated in may on may 8th of 1980 that was when the uh, world health assembly declared the world free of smallpox and that was the biggest achievement in international public health at that time unreal holy shit i'm out of breath wow you (laughs) fucking killed it jeff um oh my god i (laughs) Wow, I love, but you know what? But even looking back, like that took a long time. Granted, it was the late 1700s, 1800s, and then it took well into, you know, the 1900s to work on this, but technology right. wasn't as advanced. Yeah, so and like to, to think that, sense. like, yeah, I mean, it took, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years because I think the first known case of variolation, yeah, it was a, a, a thousand AD. Yeah. So, like, clearly, like, scientists and doctors have been trying to to fight this this very deadly disease for for that long so like the fact that we were able to get a covid vaccine in such a short amount of time like we we are so 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 lucky that we have that absolutely absolutely oh praise i know um i don't even want to think about what variolation would look like with covid like someone would probably have to like cough into your like mouth or something you know like i don't don't even know know. that's not no that's not even right because that's how you would actually get covid (laughs) so never Um, mind (laughs) wait i did just i just thought of this i saw such a funny tiktok of uh, someone pretending to be kira knightley which they're like my favorite it's a whole i didn't know you were on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) guys i dabble okay um but uh this woman was pretending to be kira knightley like just like in central park and she saw someone with a mask and she was like, oh, is it the plague? Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm obsessed with that. Because um, Kira Knightley only plays characters that are like plays, from like right. 500 years ago or whatever. She's only in period pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, know, Kira Knightley, it could be the plague because the plague is still around. So you it, know what? It could be. <laughs> it very well could be. Um, but yeah, so just think of how much worse and how much longer... Um, we would have to wait until hot girl summer if it was even the early 1900s, even mid 1900s. I so, cannot even imagine. Yeah, so we're we're pretty lucky that we live in this day and age. Um, okay, so I wanted to jump into polio. Um, so uh, I'm sure most people know about polio because of FDR, um, who was paralyzed from the waist down and and in a um, wheelchair, but. Uh, I had to look up, like, exactly what, what it did to you. I knew the paralysis was part of it. But, um, but yeah, it's it was a disease and then found out to be, like, an, there was an infectious agent in polio, which was a virus. 
that caused it. And it was like actually smaller than a bacteria um, that ended up causing uh, polio and leading oh to, I know, crazy how fucking small these things are. Um, but it basically like destroys nerve cells in your spinal cord, um, which then affects uh, paralysis and causes like muscle, muscle wasting and, and things like that. So yeah, so that's what it does to you. And again, FDR ended up getting polio in 19, oh gosh, when was he president? Like 1920 around then. So polio has actually been around since the late 1800s. And then it started to make its way into the States and larger, um, uh, populated areas like New York and oh things like that in like 19 in the early 1900s. Um, and then it was identified as a virus in 1908. Um, I just know all of this stuff about You're polio, not even guys. like, this is like off the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? Um, oh my God. Hey, I was right though. Uh, FDR got polio in 1921. Oh my um, gosh. And, and March of Dimes, like, I didn't know this until I was researching for polio, but I didn't realize that March of Dimes, um, the, uh, um, oh my God, what's it called? What's the C word? Like, like a charity? The charity. <laughs> what's the C word? I could tell you, I could tell you the entire history of polio, but I can't remember fucking charity. Um... <laughs> You guys, it's late, it's late, it's fine. It's late. Um, anyway, yeah, at the March of Dimes uh, organization and charity is is was for polio. That's why it was created. I did not know that. I, um, I honestly didn't know that either. I just, yeah, I just always remember, like, growing up and doing stuff at March of Dimes or Yeah, whatever. same, but, like, not knowing why or, like, what it's right. for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not knowing why, not knowing any of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was actually doing some research on uh, polio as well, Ari. Oh, so you don't <laughs> just know this stuff at the top of your head. Did I say research? I just meant I was digging into my brain archives. <laughs> <laughs> Literally imagining SpongeBob going through his brain files. Oh my gosh. Fine dining and breathing. That's like literally all that's in my head right now. Um, <laughs> but not really. Okay. So this is actually really interesting. So the polio vaccine was actually given orally on a sugar cube. And there you could actually Google this yourself because um, I'm not going to do it for you. But <laughs> there, are pic- there are photos of kids getting their polio vaccine like at school on – and then there's like a tray of sugar cubes and then there's, there's a little red dot on the sugar cube. And that's like the little polio vaccine. And funnily enough, the song from Mary Poppins, A Spoonful of Sugar Helps the Medicine Go Down, is actually based on the polio vaccine being given on sugar cubes. And that is because the songwriter's son came home from school in the 1960s, and he said that his classmates received the polio vaccine in the form of a sugar cube. So that guy was like, I'm going to write a song about this and put it in Mary Poppins. Oh my god, wow, wait, that's... that's awesome i didn't know that i mean yeah, that's awesome that, cool? that like that polio existed and there need to be a vaccine but but um oh my god spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down right. also i'm sure like i mean i would love to interview someone but I, i'm sure i wonder if kids were like excited to literally pop like a cube of sugar in their mouth you know probably not even caring about polio or knowing what it is but like i mean as a kid i feel like i would love that it's like you're getting you're eating candy <laughs> Um, well, speaking of, so when, when they're like, you know, they, they've done enough trials and they were finally ready for, um, 
the next stage of the trial to move on to large groups of people, they were like, let's do it with children. Then mm. obviously came up with this approach to tack it onto a little sugar cube so they just wouldn't even notice and they would they would consume it. But what I think is so wild about this uh, whole trial was that 1.3 million children participated in the trial and they would go to school and the children obviously didn't know what they were taking. The parents of those children had no idea like who got the vaccine. Health officials were the ones just like giving them out um, to some students and then giving placebos out to others. Holy so shit. A, a kid would come home from school and like the parent would have no idea if they actually got the, the polio vaccine or if they got a, a placebo. Um, and so of course, after, you know, trials and they realize that those who actually did get the vaccine like it, it worked and then they can introduce into the wider public um those other children ended up getting it but the reason i'm bringing this up is because so many people ended up being just forced to do this and like no one thought anything of it um you know I mean, that was very common i feel like around that time period like everyone was so quick to like have to to perform these these uh, secret experiments on people without the, the people knowing. And it's like, it's really scary to think about like how many experiments were going on without, without our, our knowledge. Like it, just like this one. Yep. I mean, it's scary to think about now, but actually in an effort to fully eradicate, like everyone has to get the vaccine. So, you know, I mean, they, they ended up just forcing it on people and i know in some i don't i don't know about polio in america but i know in other places like if you don't take the vaccine or if you put up a fight or whatever it is like in other countries they will literally put you in jail um so polio because it was so widespread after the trials and because everyone got it we were able to get to a place where in the 1990s it was actually fully eradicated from this country. So again, all of this is to say with both polio and smallpox, there are two examples of in our American history of times where vaccines have been proven to work, given to everyone, and then that virus and disease ends up getting eradicated like it does not exist anymore in this country and i think what is it polio um has been eradicated everywhere in the world except for um some parts of asia and afghanistan and pakistan but it was a worldwide um disease and you know reduced to just a few countries over the course of how many years like 60 years yeah i think and I mean, kind of impressive for the it time. Is, it absolutely is. And this is like, again, per, a perfect example of like why vaccinations are so important. And and I'm sure like we could do so much research on this, that people were coming up with conspiracy theories and like, this isn't real. That's not real. He lied. She lied. You know, it's like, but this is, it's literal proof that like the cases. Sorry, it's I just hit my mic. It's literal proof that the the cases dropped dramatically, and like these examples, like some have been completely eradicated. So, um, again, just just think about that <laughs> for right. a little bit. Exactly, exactly. You know, when in doubt, just just look back to history because I'm sure this has happened before. And it's like, yeah, huh, what? how did that play out? 
Yeah, when in doubt, Google smallpox and polio and see what you find. <laughs> Learn every single thing you can about age-old diseases. Yeah. So, Ari, I know, like, you and I are obsessed with conspiracy theories, not because we participate in them, but because we just love hearing the most, like, bizarre, like, things that people come up with. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. have you, like, have you heard of any conspiracy theories, like, surround, I mean, that's a dumb question. What are some conspiracy theories that you heard about <laughs> surrounding COVID? Um, well, in regards to the vaccine specifically, I remember initially when I was going to like try and get it, I heard a lot and I saw a lot of this going around on Facebook about it leading to infertility. Um, My and- sister almost didn't get it because of that too. Yeah, I think I was, like, nervous for a day, and then I read, like, a bunch of articles, uh, like, actual, like, CDC and other reputable sources, and they were like, it's not true. It, like, there's something in the vaccine that is connected to something else, but does not lead to infertility. So I was like, oh, okay, good, good, good. We're fine, we're fine. Um, But my, I think probably the most um, uh, crazy thing that I heard about infertility and why this was in the vaccine was because apparently the vaccine was designed to make women infertile for population control. And I was like, which is like, oh, so it's not just a mix up with like the science and it just wasn't fully tested and like it's not like a weird like side effect. It's like intentional. It's an intentional part of the vaccine. Wait, Ari, have you ever seen that movie Children of Men? No, I haven't. It is. It's scary. So um, I would say it's like it's very like post-apocalyptic. <gasps> like, wait, I'm already. It, I, I just thought about what the title is, and I want to fucking watch that movie. It is. Yes, it's about without any spoilers. It's about how, like how all the women on the planet, for some reason, can no longer reproduce, and the whole movie is about like how like the population just keeps getting older and older and there's like no babies like and then you know they have um i think there's and this is in the trailer too so it's not giving giving anything away but like somehow like one woman on the entire planet gets pregnant and like all these like scientists are trying to like abduct her and like do experiments on her and stuff to figure out like why is this one woman able to like reproduce where like all the women on the planet cannot so it is it's like it's very it's very well done in that it feels like it's it's a possibility and like or you know obviously not with not with this vaccine but like that what you mentioned before kind of reminded me of that movie (laughs) oh my god and handmaid's tale and handmaid's tale exactly it's like it's it's a very it's a i mean i get it it's like it's terrifying to think about but you it is. It's, it's it is not true with this vaccine. Right. It's not, and I think uh, I know. I think part of it too is like people just not grasping that we're at the age where technology is just that advanced, um, and the trial periods and all of the testing could happen in the short amount of time that it did, um, because we've never experienced this ever, right? So I guess no, maybe yeah. you would be like, wow, how did it How did it get fixed so qu-? Not fixed. How did they come up with a vaccine so quickly? Um, that can't be right. It has to have all of these flaws. Yeah, all like, these people that have no medical background right. making these conclusions. <laughs> like, who are you to say this? Right. It's like, <laughs> maybe we're just there. Maybe we're just that smart and we have all the technology to back us. Also, and- like... Exactly. And like prior to 2020, like I feel like the word pandemic was not even a part of anyone's vocabulary. So like, how are you such an expert on on 
diseases and like virology. I don't know if that's the word, but like, <laughs> yeah. How how long is it supposed to take to make a vaccine? Like, I want to hear your your right. your thoughts on that because right. so I don't want to wait any longer. <laughs> when making vaccines, you gotta do fifty years of trials. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh, so you'd you'd rather be in a pandemic for another fifty years? Is that what you're you're saying? <laughs> right. So like, what we can't we can't win here. It's like too exactly. fast, not fast enough. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was one conspiracy theory. What do you, what what did you hear? Um, I mean, I I've I always have to roll my eyes at this, but like a lot of people are like they're injecting a tracking device into your body. Uh-huh. And okay, first of all, <laughs> I have so many things. Newsflash to everyone who owns a cell phone, who owns a credit card, who walks down the street. Anytime you use your phone or swipe your credit card or walk down the street, you're you're being watched, you're being tracked, you're being time-stamped. Like, people don't need to put a tracking device in your body to know what you're up to, you know? Right, like, like unle- you are being tracked. Like, if someone wants to find you, they will. But also the people that are, and you, you and I were talking about this, the people that are, like, afraid of being tracked, like, they're not that interesting of people, <laughs> like... Like, what? Why you? What makes you so special to be tracked by the government? I know it's it's like people that live like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like it's sweetie, like, you're you're not being tracked, darling. Right. right, and and you know what? You already are. So like, throw away your phone then. You won't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I dare you. Do it. You won't. <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? Yeah, it's so annoying. But, like, do Um, we bring it back? Maybe. (laughs) Do we bring it back? (laughs) But I I actually saw just today on Instagram that there was, like, a picture of the needle that is used for the vaccine and a picture of a needle that injects, like, microchips into pets. And the needle that injects, like, a tracker, quote-unquote tracker, or, like, microchip is significantly bigger to the point where they they have to sedate the like when when my my puppy sprout got um his microchip they literally had to like put him out with anesthesia because mm-hmm. of how big the needle is in order to give that to him so like you would know if someone injects a tracking device into your body <laughs> i mean yeah um so i also saw something about um well i think that this was in retaliation as a joke on tiktok but it was there were just a lot of videos about um, the vaccine, like actually making you gay. Um, I believe, do not quote me, but I'm pretty sure that was a genuine conspiracy theory first, and then of course this trend started on TikTok where they were like, "Hey, I don't know if you know, but like, <laughs> I'm straight now." <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever it was. And I was just like dying at that. It was very, very funny. Um, that would so, also be like a fun, like, movie concept as well. Uh, right? <laughs> right? And like you just wake up and suddenly you have a different sexual orientation. Imagine. I um, would love to see a movie about that, to be honest. I I would I absolutely would too. Um but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make you gay in case you were wondering. <laughs> I don't know, maybe no. it does. I'll let you guys know. I'm okay, kidding. yeah, we'll I'm, find out. It doesn't. It does not um, change your sexual orientation. <laughs> <laughs> um I uh I saw this this uh like face someone's like took a screenshot of like a Facebook thread that someone started 
and they said that like they were and they were claiming that they noticed a personality change in the people that are getting vaccinated that like a part of them it's almost like they're they're walking vessels without a soul there's a, a part of their personality died and that's like what the vaccine is doing to people it's like turning people into zombies and like <laughs> this person this person just like ridiculous and like everyone just attacked her on online <laughs> because it was like so ridiculous but like she was like i've seen it with my own eyes like my next door neighbor got vaccinated and now like she won't even like talk to me like she has no social engagement anymore like something's different about her um i just want to be like bo they're possessed like right. what ouija board did they play with because i'm telling you right now that ain't from the vaccine that's a demon yeah. <laughs> it's probably more likely that it would be from a demon <laughs> like, than the vaccine <laughs> literally like we live in a world where it is more likely to be possessed by demonic presence than have the vaccine change your personality amen (laughs) demons are real we all have our inner demons we do (laughs) Uh. all right so in conclusion this isn't the first pandemic that we've all okay that's not true because we all no let me the world has seen yes Yes, this is not the first pandemic that the world has seen, nor is it the last. So hopefully we don't have to experience it ever again in our lifetime, but just remember everything that we've been through and that we just need to, you know, we're all in this together and we just have to be smart and do our part. Yes, exactly. Just be smart. Like we said, do your research. Make make sure if you have some time you're reading about what's going on in the world because just because America is starting to open up again and a lot more people are getting vaccinated doesn't mean that that's how the rest of the world is responding to this and doesn't mean that others um, have access to the, the uh, health care and these vaccines like we do. So just make sure you're aware of what's going on um, and if you can ever donate or try to help. I think that's important because it is still a global crisis um, you know, we're starting to get ready for a hot girl summer, but again, others are not. And if that's, if paying attention to what's going on and trying to help is your thing, just do that. Um, and be safe and get Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Get them all. Get whichever one you want. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Again, we're just, we're, we're celebrating these breakthroughs in in modern medicine and here's to a a normal-ish state of life very soon yes cheers to that cheers Cheers. (laughs) bye Bye, guys we love you i love you